All right, it's Jeff Dubay with another edition of the 5-Minute Major. Uh, talk a little NBA, talk a little Timberwolves today. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest NBA guy in the world. Never have been, never will be. But uh, when it comes to the Timberwolves, this is an uh, organization that, yeah, they've made their, their share of mistakes. I mean, the David Conyers, uh, an embarrassment for everybody, everybody involved, uh, that he was ever in charge, the decisions that he made along the way. Uh, they, uh, they deserved everything they got. Uh, let's just put it that way. Uh, the drafting of two point guards in the same, you know, first round, Johnny Flynn and, and Rick Rubio. I mean, it, it, it's just, there, there's just so many uh, things along the way that, that you can just be critical. Um, but I'm going to say this. The pre-con Timberwolves, the, the Mikhail Saunders Timberwolves, I thought they were as jinxed, uh, as, they had as bad a luck as any NBA franchise I've ever seen. I mean, it just, every time they put something together, you know, uh, something would come and tear it apart. I want to say completely unforeseen because some of these things you, you can see coming in today's NBA. Um, the Marbury Star Trip, I didn't see coming. I don't think they could have seen that coming either. And that was the biggest thing that happened to them. That was, that's, uh, when they put something together, you know, they had uh, Marbury and Garnett look like they could be a great combination for years to come. I'm not going to go Stockton Malone. I was so sick of that. Oh, you got the next Stockton Malone. Whatever. They're, they're completely different players. But nonetheless, um, you know, it, it looked like you had a had, had a had a young, dynamic duo, an inside-outside combination that could that could do something for you for years to come. And I do believe Garnett would have been a better player had Marbury stayed. Not that Garnett wasn't a fine player as it was, but um, he would have been better had Marbury been part of the mix. Uh, so anyway, and then you had Google that in there for a nice, a nice third wheel, nice, uh, nice extra, extra component. The team, uh, the team had a pretty good looking future, uh, but the basketball god said, "No, no, Flip Saunders, no, no, Kevin McHale. Uh, you know, we've, we've got this league set up in a way that there are five cities that matter, five franchises that matter. Uh, you know, Chicago, Miami, New York, Boston, L.A. You know, for, for the most part, I mean, it's those are the you know Miami and throw Miami in there because those are the cities that these guys want to play. Nobody." wants to play in Minnesota. Nobody wants to play in Milwaukee. You, you wind up here because you get drafted here, or maybe because you're a second-tier free agent, and, uh, and this is the, the most attractive deal you can get. But we've seen over and over and over again, unless you are one of those five cities, you're not a destination in the NBA. The only time that this will not hold true is when you get a freakish, and I mean freakish exception, like the San Antonio Spurs, where, number one, you draft per... Well, no, no, let's start this over. Number one, you get lucky in the lottery, like getting Robinson and then getting Duncan. And number two, you draft perfectly without making any mistakes with the picks that you have. And three, you wind up with guys who care about rings more than they care about notoriety, which is also very, very difficult, very flukish. you got to get the Ginobili's and the Parkers of the world. You can't wind up with the, you know, with the guys who want to just run off to, to, to the fast markets, the big money markets, and have the hip-hop lifestyle. Uh, so San Antonio is without a doubt the, the, the notable exception to my rule. But San Antonio is a freak of nature. Uh, what has happened in San Antonio does not happen in the NBA, and don't expect it to happen again in a long time. So the, the, the NBA gods looked at Minnesota and said, look, you're not one of our five blessed cities, one of our five blessed markets. So we're going to get in here. We're going to get involved. We're going to put Starberry on a star trip. Stephon Marbury is going to want to be the star. He's going to want to be the man. We're going to get him out of there. We're going to eventually get him to New York where he wants to be. And that's, that's something that put the Wolves back. I mean, it probably sent him back 20 years. It was just such a disaster because Terrell Brandon. Terrell Brandon couldn't have cared less about I mean, Terrell Brandon, uh, Steve Ashburner, uh, Star Tribune, basically called him a robot, an emotionless robot. He just did, and he was dead on. Uh, Terrell Brandon was somebody who didn't care. He had no passion. He was collecting paychecks. He was in the NBA. You know, he didn't care about winning, didn't care about where he was uh, market-wise. It was just garbage, just absolute garbage. And, and along the way, the Wolves have had you know a number of of unfortunate uh, things left right. But the, 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 what, the point it's ultimately bringing me to here, and I'm going to have to start to put a wrap on this, 
is that for the first time uh, in a long time, maybe the first time ever, a really lucky break. I mean, not to mention the draft lotteries. Let's go draft lottery after draft lottery. The Wolves have never, ever moved up. They've moved down. They've never moved up. So uh, that's just another example. But And here it is. You, know, you, get, you draft a player like Kevin Love. I was, I was a big O.J. Mayo guy when the, when the, the year of that draft, the Love-Mayo draft. And I have to admit that uh, couldn't have been more wrong. Love is one of the elite players in the NBA. You know, they get him in here. He, he rebounds. He shoots threes. He's, he, you know, he moves the ball really well for a big man. He's probably the best power forward. In the NBA, and uh, here we go. Yeah, we, we did something right. We made a good decision. Things are going in the right direction. Guess what? NBA guys say, no, 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 no. You're Minnesota. Uh, you're one of the five. That doesn't matter. We're going to make Kevin Love a malcontent. We're going to make Kevin Love want to leave. You don't get players like that and keep them in Minnesota. But for some, some way or another, something finally worked out. Somehow the basketball gods finally shined on Minnesota because the the stars lined up just perfectly for the one team that could go get him, the one team that needed him, the one team that really wanted him, the one team that could take him and make him a piece to take that next step is Cleveland. And Cleveland needed LeBron to come home for this to happen. LeBron, the, 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 the dominoes here, it's just it's, uh, it's unbelievable. We could go back, let's, let's go back to the last draft lottery. Cleveland had to win another number one pick. I mean, Cleveland gets their second number one pick in the draft lottery in the last, what, two, three years, whatever the hell it is. So they are able to get Andrew Wiggins. Then the next domino has to fall. That's LeBron has to decide to go back to Cleveland, which goes against, by the way, my theory that there's only five cities that matter. LeBron going to Miami was one of the greatest things that ever proved it because he was a, basically a hometown guy. I mean, Akron, Cleveland, close enough. But he's a home state guy who wouldn't even stay in Cleveland because he wanted to go to one of those cities that I talked about. He wanted to go to Miami so bad. And uh, had things gone better in Miami, he would have stayed there. I do believe that. So it still doesn't completely disprove my theory. But so that's the second domino. And now all of a sudden you had Cleveland, you know, just a, you know, a step away from maybe a player away from being the power in the East. Or in the, I'm sorry, in the, yeah, in the, in the East. So they, what do they do? They go and they, uh, they go and they get Kevin Love. So just like that, boom, here comes Cleveland. Uh, but the, for, the, for the first time ever, why this worked out for the Wolves is the team that got the first pick overall, that got the player that we could covet, that we could want, that we could build around, was the, was the team that wanted our guy. I mean, when, when it was time for Marbury to go, what could we get? You know, we, seriously, it was, just a, it was just a bunch of spare parts. It was the Toro Brandons of the world. Um, you know, when, uh, when, when it's time for Kevin Garnett to go, what could you get? Al Jefferson? I mean, come on. It was just, you know, again, the spare parts of the world. When it was time for Kevin Love to go, oh, well, look at this. Here's a team that has the number one overall pick in the draft. Andrew Wiggins is, you know, maybe is, is, is coveted a number one pick overall that has come out in the draft since LeBron James, ironically. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, Flip Saunders is holding the cards. He's, he's got a guy that Cleveland needs, a guy that Cleveland wants, that covets, a guy that they need to keep LeBron James happy, who just came back to Cleveland. And they're sitting there with Andrew Wiggins, and, uh, and it's just a no-brainer who you were going to get in this. It was going to be Wiggins or it was going to be nothing. So for the first time, and I mean for the first time since 1980-freaking-9, the, the uh, NBA gods, the basketball gods, smiled on your Minnesota Timberwolves, and they made out like thieves. Uh, they, they took a guy that they were going to lose no matter what, a guy that was on his way out the door, a malcontent who we just don't need to deal with anymore here in, uh, in, in the state of Minnesota, and you got a, a potential rising super, superstar, a number one overall pick in the draft. We can't get a number one overall pick in the draft in the lottery, so what do we do? If we, we finally have the, the, the cards fall just right. Well, we can go out and get one in a trade. Congratulations to, uh, to Flip Saunders. Congratulations to Glenn Taylor. Congratulations to all involved with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You, you, you got one right. The things finally fell in, in, in place for you. You finally caught a break, which you are 20-some-odd years overdue in getting. 
Uh, so just congratulations. Congratulations. It's, uh, it's good to see something work out for you. Timberwolves land Andrew Wiggins. They bring a number one overall pick in for a guy they were going to lose anyway. And thank God the Timberwolves finally caught a break. And this has been Jeff Dubay with the 5-Minute Major.